Hold up. You don't love me like I love you. Slow down. Actually, it turns out that I might have been groomed to. On today's episode of the Patriarchy Popcast, we are talking about grooming and relationships. And no, we're not talking about looking good. We're talking about the politics of age ain't nothing but a number. As with every episode, there are cards in the digital box to drive the conversation. What's in the box, no one knows. First one is by Jolof Rice Chef. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with what Michali said. I mean, I also love them young, around 13, 14, 15. Pella, once they reach 16 years, most of these girls are already used goods. Patong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is, this is rapey at most. Sorry, P. I mean, what does used goods mean? Can human beings be used goods? Like used goods for what? what? Okay. Um, yeah, first of all, there's like two things that are wrong with what um, Jollof Rice Chef is saying. The used goods part, um, that, that just like, I don't know how to explain it. It speaks to how society views women. Like the older you get, the more like, I don't know, discardable you are and the more useless. Yeah. It's like how there's so much pressure on women to have kids while they're young because we're made to believe that we like rot or we deteriorate or lose value with age. Um, I, and I think that's what feeds into the second part of what is wrong with what Jolof Rice Chef is saying, which is then preying on younger girls because of this um, idea that older women are, I mean, have deteriorated or have less worth like sexually, because it, it, it's based on nothing else but um, sexual purity. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'd like to say. Two wrongs there by Jolof Rice, Chef. Yeah, but I think also, yeah, what's interesting, sorry about that. Um, what's interesting is just, the, like, he's, he's basically sort of, reflecting society and with this old mm. generation of like I love them young and he's like said mm. E2 he's just making this issue of like women are constantly always being objectified right the younger they are, they are the more better the more naive the more you mm. can like play with their feelings be as toxic as you want to them because they're young they're naive they don't know better and that's just yeah. the, it's a major problem I think um, the fact that he would say around 13, 14 like how old is Mr. Jalof Rice, chef? Like, looking at his profile picture, he, he probably is 10, 10 years older or more older than that. And it's problematic. Yeah. Absolutely. And also just the issue of consent. Yeah. Because legally, these are people who are not of um, consent age. Yeah. Um, so 
that's another issue. So like Candace said, these are people that you manipulate and you can take advantage of quite easily. And even in my own experience, um, I think the way we we were raised as um, girls is to believe that, oh, you grow up quickly because there are men literally waiting for you to start Mm. developing Mm. breasts and hips so that Mm. they can prey on you. And you're made to believe that that's a prize for you, that you're like the Mm. chosen one because all men desire you at such a young age before your peers so you're not going to be a late bloomer so yeah it's just like a whole cycle that young girls are trapped in um and it takes away so much of their childhood and like their autonomy and right to belong to themselves more than Mm. anything Mm. yeah i i have a friend who only started dating in matric and I, I, when she talks about her dating experiences, I sometimes envy her because, like, because I've always been a big girl, I guess I've yeah. always been, you know, seen as, okay, it's okay to date her, you know, she looks, I don't mm-hmm. know, like, fully developed as a woman, yeah. quote unquote. So I think, yeah, this thing of, like, people pre- preying on young children, like, what do you even know at 13, 14, 15 about? boys or dating or like sex or anything like that like yeah it's not cool and I think maybe to like piggyback of what you're saying is that there's absolutely nothing wrong with girls as young as 14 15 16 being sexual or dating just with people their age right because it's it's gonna happen we are growing we have hormones sex is sex and sex is nice right Mm. but what I would wish is that also, it speaks to the importance of um, comprehensive sexual education, right? Yeah. So that as young as 13, 15, 14, um, girls know about their bodies, how they're changing, and their rights to mm. their bodies, right? And that is okay with me if they want to date and have sex, but with people their age, because that's consensual, right? I mean hopefully also because young people can also be problematic but yeah i don't know i (laughs) i think it's um because i mean i I don't know if any of you have read this book called hamba sugar daddy and i remember giving Mm -hmm. it to my cousin and i was like you should read this because at the time she was in high school like you should read this this is a very interesting thing about how high school girls are sort of manipulated into the culture of like dating older guys because older guys can provide, you know, because boys mm-hmm. can't necessarily provide. But then what's so interesting, what's so beautifully portrayed in that story is just how from the moment this girl started dating this older guy, she knew what it was wrong, but, be, mm-hmm. but her friends were like applauding her for the fact that she was with an older guy. Yeah. All of a sudden, no girls getting a new phone, new, mm-hmm. clothes, new clothes, new thing, but at, at the expense of what? At the expense of you know, potentially risking yourself of getting an STD at the, the risk of being abused, at the risk of like, you know, just being sexually objectified at a very early age. And I think it's just yeah. a conversation that a lot of young people don't necessarily have with the people in their lives, like people that they look up yeah. to. They're always easily influenced by things that we see on like music videos or um, social media. And I, I think that's maybe just like an interesting conversation to have as to where do we draw the line of like, when can social media and pop culture be very harmful to the younger generation? Yeah, I also think 
Hi. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I also think that, like, it's also from how no one talks about it. Like, if we are friends and then everyone says, this is the, like, the cool thing to do. If we don't have someone, like an aunt, a sister, or a mother that talks to you about it, you can't even see that it's wrong. You know? Yeah, that's true. So but sometimes I think also we just need to be, like, honest. And... Yeah, you can. It's fine. Oh, no, no, sorry. I was going <laughs> to yeah. say, even with, like, knowing that it's wrong, I remember someone tweeted, like, recently when the whole Misali thing happened, and they were like, how do we, as, like, I guess, older girls teach young girls um, or talk to them about grooming without them seeing us as jealous, right? And mm. it resonated so much with me because I remember being young and being liked by boys. And then when like older people try to talk to you about it, you're like, ah, oh, they're jealous because no one wants them and stuff like that. Mm. So it's just because it's just like, I don't know, it is, it's so difficult to unrooted because it's layered right it has it's it's based on the relationship that younger girls have with older women it's the relationship that younger girls have with themselves and their peers and just like society's views of women and young women period because there are older people and older women like our aunts and our moms who believe that that's okay like there are women who send their children out to go make money for them dating older people. In my family, um, I was raised to believe that I should like aspire to date or marry older men because mm-hmm. again, they'll meet my level of maturity and yes. all that stuff. So it's just, there's so many layers to this thing. There's so many layers. And to be honest, and I'll like reiterate, I think that's, it highlights the importance of comprehensive sexual education in schools. Mm. Like there's nothing else at this point, like we're so far into it being so normalized. The only way out of it is through like teaching girls about their bodies from a very, very, very young age Mm. and just like equipping them with the information and the knowledge they need to be empowered and just take care of themselves better. So, and also poverty is also another thing, right? Because when you have, when you are heading a household as a 15, 16 year old, you have to do what you have to do to take care of yourself and your young siblings, right? So even systematically, our government is failing young girls and there's no point in us like shaming them for doing this because a lot of them, like Candice said, are doing it because older men can provide. So yeah, just like different layers, I guess. But even on the fact of like being encouraged at home, it's like if your mom is nine years younger than your dad, right? That's normal to you. Like you don't see, like it's a normal thing. You don't see your mom as a victim. You don't see your dad as a predator. So when you go out there with like and get into a relationship with someone who's older, it's because you've seen it. I think it's also about like the dynamics within that relationship. What are the power dynamics and how do we discuss those power dynamics when I'm 13 and maybe he's like 22. Mm. Like how how do I even start mm-hmm. the conversation about power dynamics? Yeah. Do I even know what those power dynamics are? Power dynamics. I mean, you like with the whole yeah. Michalik to the conversation, a part of me wanted to 
ask people like did you did y'all not watch the r kelly documentary and just see the evidence like grooming the evident power dynamics that were, that were there i mean for me yeah. it's so eye-opening that Aaliyah created this um, song, AJ Nothing, AJ Nothing Wrote a Number. And when I was younger, I found a lot of that song. I was just like, it sounds good. It is a bop. I'm here for it. And then when I watched the documentary and I was like, he produced the song. He got married to her when she was really young. How did we as a society not like call it out? How did question it? How did we not do anything about it? And so for me, I, 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 I didn't get involved in that conversation on Twitter partly also because it made me reflect and introspect on how I dated in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And because I was into older men. It was a thing of like, my friends were like, you should date older men because they're more mature. As mm-hmm. they're more mature, they don't, they don't, they won't give you as many problems as your high school peers would. And it's just, you know, he can pick you up in his car. You look like a cool kid. And I was, a part of me was just like, this doesn't feel right. Why should I? Mm. And it was a really deep point where I was just like, actually, I think I might need to reflect on whether it was a thing of like, I decided out of it or was it society that made me feel like I must date these mm. guys. And it made me yeah. question all these relationships I had in high school to respect, reflect on, did I really like you for who you were or did I like you because of just your age? It's, it's a deep, it's a deep chat actually. Yeah, yeah I agree also, with Candice. <laughs> no, please continue. Uh, okay, I, was, I wanted to say the thing, what Candice said about being mature. Like society tells us that like, if you're 13 or 14, you're already mature for a girl, like you understand all the men, of which it's a lie. I mean, mm. when you're a kid, you just, kids you know like mm. we shouldn't tell girls that once you have breathed you are mature they still don't know anything and they need to know that absolutely yeah. and also another thing is that it's there there are different experiences right so like unlike candace where maybe you were dating because older guys can provide and stuff like that mm. i found myself dating older guys because I, I guess I convinced myself that that's who I'm attracted to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So even the men who didn't have money and didn't have the fancy cars, I still dated older men because that was just like the more appealing thing. And I, I'm, I'm still also struggling to understand what that is like motivated by or it's, it's influenced by. But even in situations where it has nothing to do with money or what you're getting out of this of, situ- of the situation you still find yourself like being drawn i guess to older um men and maybe in Mithali's case that's why she didn't see anything wrong with it because it wasn't like she's dating this guy because he has all these things that she needs that she doesn't have it was purely because she wanted to, you know what I mean? But also even that want and that attraction is informed by something. It's informed by all the stuff that we are taught um, in society, right? So I think if we not only look at it as we are like younger girls date older men solely because of money, because sometimes it's not even about the money, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. I think we can move on to the second card, which, yeah, yeah, I had sort of difficulty choosing. I wanted to do like some 
another triggering one, but I was just like, no, I think now we need to maybe focus on the discussion of responsibility and how we, how we, you know, educate the younger generation. So let me just get it open. Uh, there we go. Okay. Anyone want to read it? I'll read it. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is it. Oh my God. This is the piece I was oh. talking about. <laughs> so, at, <laughs> at Waviest Baby says, how do we successfully have a conversation with younger girls about sexual grooming without them perceiving us as haters? And yeah, basically what I said before. You should have warned me, Candice. You should have said, but this is literally it this is just the chat right at this Mm. point what is one our responsibility as people who have gone through this like as people who are now on the other side and have realized that actually this is wrong our responsibility is to make sure that it doesn't keep happening to younger girls but how do we have that conversation without them like you know seeing it as us being jealous of them and stuff like that because like jollof rice chef said older women are like spoiled right like they spoiled goods or whatever so even in the heads of younger girls if i'm going to tell you not to date trompis you're going to think it's because i'm jealous because trompis doesn't want me anymore you know Mm. so yeah Mm. tricky one maybe it should start it shouldn't start like when they get the attention maybe like before because once you already have this guy's attention you're so into it that you can't think outside or like maybe rationally so it Mm. maybe it should start before they start getting the attention which would then mean like do we now tell 12 year olds 11 year olds like don't date all the men like how do we then navigate through that but yeah. then there is an issue of culture that comes in right so i'm just going to mm-hmm. take an example from where my parents are from from malawi right so in certain um communities when a girl starts menstruating the elder in the community is meant to have sexual relations with that young girl because it's seen as she's ready wow. to conceive she's ready to have sex now, there are girls who actually start menstruating at the age mm. of eight. And you can't have a conversation about nine, yeah. grooming with an eight-year-old when this sort of right, passage of right, or I don't know what, right of passage, right, is, is indoctrinated in culture. I don't know, like, it's just, when I saw mm. this, I was just like, yes, we need to have these conversations, but then what about certain cultures that are saying, you know, when a girl starts bleeding, it means ready. She's a woman. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's tricky. But don't cultures evolve? They do. Cultures, cultures should evolve. Mm-hmm. And maybe but you see having... Thing, yeah. The thing about, like, cultures evolving now, what I found interesting is that almost like everything, even in my own family, there's so many things that we don't do anymore. But you know what is still prevalent in the household? Patriarchy. Because who is the head of the household? Men. So who gets to decide what we do anymore and what we don't do? Men. So, and who benefits from dating 13, 15, and like 16-year-olds? Men. So, unfortunately, like a lot of the work, there's, there's so much talking that we can do, but a lot of like real work that can, if like, 
impact like real change is up to men and i personally don't know how to get men to one listen and understand the effects and the generational impact that this behavior has on people's lives on the lives of these young girls right mm. so it's really really unfortunate that the only people who can change this are men right because we can talk to these young girls as much as we want at the end of the day the responsibility does not lie on them to not mm. be preyed on to not mm. be raped you know what i mean because these things also happen in situations that sometimes they're not aware of and they don't have consent like dating teachers in my where i went to high school guys so many like of the learners were dating um not i won't even say dating they were being sexually abused by teachers because these are people one that you trust mm. and you know what i mean so i think to be honest a lot of the responsibility lies on men to just fucking change their behavior right mm. but they obviously won't do that because they have so much to benefit from it mm. so yeah it's just like this back and forth we be like stuck in a situation and we just like I feel so helpless to be honest. Yeah. I feel so helpless against patriarchy. I don't know what to do anymore because I've I feel like I've spoken too much. Like yeah. we've been writing, yeah. we've been unpacking, we've been talking and men only listen to men. Mm. So maybe we just need like five men to agree that yeah, no, this is wrong and then they can tell the other <laughs> men I don't I don't know. I don't know. But not personally, yeah. I feel I like know. there's so little that us as women can do. Yeah. Mm. And also, I think but the idea of men coming to help is also dangerous because once we think these men are the nice men, they also mm. abuse that power, you know. Absolutely. Again, once again, yes. we are back to, yes. yeah, we are back to. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Nice so guys. There's nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's there's just nothing like this like back and forth where. There's mm-hmm. really like it's it's very 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 tricky, but I guess all at once, right? So we can part like we can talk to the younger girls, but we can also try and get like men to listen. I I don't know. We can just do it all, and in the end, we'll see what works. I I honestly, this is a tough one because it is a tough one. <laughs> you can have as many men stand up get in dress in you know do that whole high heels high heel campaign uh, yeah. <laughs> get company talk about end the violence no excuse but we still have that rate that we do and it's yeah it, it, yeah. Just, it really just lies down on the thing of like that vicious cycle of what what it is mm-hmm. that fathers or men are passing down onto their sons right yeah yeah grooming will only stop when fathers stop that whole notion of you need to get with a younger girl because they and if you're your woman therefore you're going to be proven as a real man like that whole Mm -hmm. notion of manhood yeah yes and in a solution to how you control your woman needs to be a discussion that men need to have and Mm -hmm. i've gotten to a point Mm. now where I really, despite the initiatives that I've created, like Pearls of Patriarchy was created because I genuinely was so tired of constantly explaining myself in terms of like why feminism is relevant, why you can't Mm. be as toxic. Like just read a book, read the book, right? Mm. But also the thing is that you need to heal. 
And I don't know if it's a thing of like, men need to go to a therapist that the government must just like, <laughs> go for therapy sessions to actually realize that they are very toxic and they need help. They need to heal. But that's not up to us mm. to make them and fix their mistake. Like, yeah. we're tired, you know? We're dealing with patriarchy. We're dealing with the coronavirus. Now you still want us to deal with trying to make you heal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think what, what is unfortunate in society is like the amount of power that men hold, right? Mm. So that's why so many men in positions of power, right? Because this is something that can be fixed easily because even our presidents are rapists that men hold so much power in society Mm. is the one unfortunate part because even then our justice system also fails because the men who are dating younger girls are who cops they are teachers so Mm. people who are supposed to be enforcing the law are also the same people who are not like upholding it so yeah i think it's really really it's it's such a trap. We I I really sometimes feel so trapped because yeah. every solution we can think of at the end of the day you're like, yeah, but men, you know? So hmm. I think this could easily be fixed through policy, like hmm. just like send these people to jail, but also our government and our justice system would need to be people who don't like who aren't rapists and creepy men themselves but the unfortunate part is that they are and these are the people in society that are glorified and hold power so yeah yeah i think we need to hold them more responsible for their own actions because i think even as saying that um making up excuses for them like they don't listen they don't want to talk they don't Mm. that's that's not our problem like grow up like you want to date kids because you don't want to grow up yeah. I think men should really just grow up I agree and I also just think like I don't know it's just it's really hard to conceive when exactly we're going to stop having these chats because now I'm like sort of mentally preparing myself for the fact that possibly in the next five to eight years when I decide to have kids I must now mentally prepare myself for the fact that I might need to prepare my girl child um, conversation of sexual grooming. Or if I yeah. do have a son, then I have to be like in the position to say, this is the patriarchy. And although I'm a total I need you to understand that if you're in positions where you might feel like you need to conform, just try your best not to. You know, it's like mm. one of those things. It's just so tricky because there's my friend who actually has um, a son and she's just like, I really, he enjoys wearing, you know, he not wearing, he likes watching, what is it? Is it Peppa Pig? Oh, yeah. A, like it's a female, female led type. I think it's Peppa. But then when his other friends started watching like these more male masculine toddler cartoons, he just can't watch Peppa Pig anymore because like, <laughs> It's for girls. <laughs> so it's like a thing of society. Society socially like has you just being in the shell that you can't mm. watch a pig comfortably. Mm. Two episodes ago, we had three guys talking about the fact that they can't eat a banana in public because, you know, it affects oh. their community. And I was just like, surely, <laughs> what? 
you guys need to do. You guys need to dismantle the, the, the patriarchy in your own way so that you can be able to eat a banana without yeah. feeling like you're fragile. True. Yeah, I think men also need to be honest about how patriarchy and toxic masculinity gets in their their way as well. Mm -hmm. And that would mean, one, accepting that patriarchy is a thing because a lot of men don't, right? In as much as they uphold it, but they will never really like accept that patriarchy Mm. is a thing and there's a whole movement that is against women right because we all they they are under this false um idea that oh it's 50 50 and stuff like that so i think men also need to be honest with themselves about how detrimental patriarchy and toxic masculinity is in their own lives and that maybe will help because imagine not being able to eat ice cream in public because may, people are going to think you're not masculine enough. and also imagine even feeling like you have to prove your manhood and you, you know what i mean so i think again the responsibility here or a huge chunk of the responsibility in conversations about patriarchy really really lie on men yeah. I agree. I agree. So yeah. to wrap it up, I mean, what are your final thoughts? Like if you had to have that conversation with someone younger than you or your younger version of yourself, what would you say? And I think that's maybe like a nice way to tie it, to round up this discussion. Uh, I'd say there's no rush. Like there's yeah. lots of time. Because <laughs> sometimes you think like there's no time. I need to do all of it all at once, but there's time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Life is not as short as we think it is. Mm. Hashtag no rush challenge. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I also agree. Like, Mm. I would tell myself to just chill. Like, be a kid. Enjoy your childhood as a tease. You know, when you're older, you get there. And then, like, you have the time to learn and unlearn and just chill. Mm. It's still a lot of time. Mm. I think I would advise my younger self to be less trusting of men. Mm. And that's like in its, in, in its entirety, right? Just like for starting with not trusting that men finding me cool is actually a good thing, right? So just like in all its entirety, just be less trusting of men. Men are the enemy of progress. Thank you for listening to the 10th episode of the Patriarchy Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, be sure to share it with your friends. Our physical copy of The Perils of Patriarchy is now on sale again. So grab a copy and remember, the patriarchy isn't going to fight itself. <laughs>